Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to tonight's episode of the Vampire Movie Club. I am your host, Shannon, and today we have some guests. Hi, it's Avencio. Aaron. Mike. Hooray! And tonight we watched the 2014 movie Vampire Academy. Woo! Um, today's question is going to be this way, and Mike, we'll start with you. Uh, what's your favorite high school movie? Not another teen movie, because it okay. makes fun of all of them. All of them. And it's Captain America's first appearance on film. Oh. First full-length movie. Oh. Baby Captain America. I like him in Scott Pilgrim. You can see his butt. <gasps> you see his butt? Mm-hmm. I don't think oh, you that's see right. His butt With a banana. Yeah. yeah, like he has like whipped cream on his on his yuhu. Oh, it's called penis. Penis. You can say penis. <laughs> oh, I can't. And, and penis. on his nipples. Uh-huh. Oh, oh like um, like American Pie style. Uh, it wasn't American Pie. What movie was Kinda, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Sharon Was that Elizabeth American Pie? Okay, yeah. And then as he turns around, I think he had like, maybe, I don't know, maybe... He had, I'm, he had I'm whipped cream and a banana sticking out of his butt. That's what it was, <gasps> yeah. And I'm like, oh, hello. I'm not... He's like, it's a banana split. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, he was gross. <laughs> Such a teenage it bo- boy thing. It yeah. bothered me, like, in the best way possible. <laughs> cool. Aaron? Gosh, uh, so my favorite high school movie would have to be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, that's a good one. And I quote it frequently, so... That's amazing. I love that movie. Uh, that's a good one. It is a good one. Cool. Do you want to tell us your favorite uh, high school movie? Because oh, it's not uh, Ferris Bueller. It's not Ferris Bueller. Yeah, Ferris. Apparently. Um, mine is 100% Mean Girls. Yeah. Um, I, Which is topical because yeah. it's directed by the same guy who directed Vampire Academy. Yes. Ah. Oh, that explains so much. Uh, right? <laughs> that's probably why I liked it a little bit. But we'll get into it. We'll but get, okay. um, Yeah, it's such a good movie. It's so quotable. Like... I'm not, a, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Say, was, say crack one more time. It's one of my favorite ones to say. I most certainly have a shirt that says, on Wednesdays we wear black, but it has Wednesday Adams on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently that's a Mean Girls thing. It is. That I don't know about because I haven't seen Mean Girls. Because on Wednesdays you, we, we wear pink. It's what they say in the movie. I've even seen Mean Girls and I don't remember that. Because you, but you wear black. I know, but in the movie it's pink. But black. <laughs> but yeah, he's never gonna go on and then, like, this one. Black is like, a new pink. If you're from Africa, why are you white? There's just so many. Oh quotes. my god, that's amazing. Okay. Surprisingly, I have never seen Mean Girls. That I don't know if you'd like it, me. but I honestly think if you love Clueless so much, I think you'd I do love Clueless real hard. Yeah, which is Lindsay Lohan did a lovely job. She did. That's, okay. that's all I can say about that movie. Okay. Maybe one day I'll add it to the list. Are there vampires in it? No. No, but there's Janice Egan. Ian. Um, who is like very gothic and emo, and she can pass as a vampire if she wanted to. Oh, isn't it Lizzie Kaplan? Who you talked to me about this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and she's in Lizzie True Blood. Kaplan. And she's in True Blood. Yeah, and she was also in um, Masters of Sex. I think it was on HBO or something. She was. And she's uh, been in a ton who was she in of True stuff. Blood? In True Blood, she was one of the chicks that Jason makes out with, but she's brunette and she kind of looks like Katy Perry, <laughs> but in a not annoying uh, way. Uh, and then they do all the V together and they start running around in the fields. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm sorry, but I. I mean, literally, the only character I remember from Mean Girls is Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> oh, that's, that's okay. it. And that's just because of the you don't know recognizable face. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be on the Mean Girls podcast today. It is not the Mean Girls podcast because I've never seen it. I'm going to go with my, I'm going to pick two favorite high school movies. And I'm going to pick Scream and also 10 Things I Hate About You um, because I love both of those real, real hard. That's the one with like Heath Ledger, right? Yes. And yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who also makes an appearance in Vampire Academy, kind of. <laughs> sort of. Which we'll also get into. Uh, and, only his uh, name's Olga something in real life. And what's her bucket? Larissa Olden? No, no, in 
10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, the chick from Born Identity, and I can't think of her name right now? Right. Yeah. That, that girl. Yeah, that chick. Yeah, um, What's that chick's name? She plays Cat. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know what she plays in that, but. Because only, if only there was a it's device. If only I literally had something in my hand. Someone do it. I yeah. Only someone, someone had an electronic device that could help us find this. That's hilarious. We'll find out. As soon as you say it, then I'm going to know it. It's, I want to say it before. Julia Stiles! Julia yeah! Stiles. Yeah! Oh, yeah. So good. She was in that one dancing movie. I she did. was in the dancing yes. movie. She's yeah. been in more than ten things I hate about you in the yeah. She's done actually quite a few things. She 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 did that really good monologue about like you know what the the thing I hate most about you is how much I like you or whatever. Yeah, that's her poem. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Anyway, I love ten things I hate about you, and I also love Scream because I love uh, scary movies, and it's a high school scary movie, and it's got freaking Neve Campbell in it, and I love her, and it's got Jamie Kennedy in it, and I love him. <sighs> I don't know that I would call that a high school movie though, just because you're in high school. <laughs> yeah, but. Almost all horror movies, everybody's in high school. True. Yeah, you could have picked any horror movie you wanted. It's not my yeah. fault you didn't. You said high school movie, so I was assuming <laughs> you meant like, you know, no, angsty teenage. <laughs> I should have said high school musical. Oh. I should have. Okay. This opportunity. Oh. Do you want to go back? No. no, I mean, Mean Girls is my favorite. I would have just done high school musical for the for the joke. Okay. But now it's fair. too late. <laughs> yeah, it's too late now. Cool. Well, we watched the 2014 movie Vampire Academy, um, and we have... Any of you heard it or seen it before? Heard of it or seen it before? I have not. No. I, I thought you saw it. I thought this was your favorite movie. Am I drunk? Uh, you are. That's I, why I was asking you questions for clarification. Because <laughs> I really thought you had seen it before. No, so I read Vampire Diaries in junior high, which is another series. Why am I drunk Completely and all separately. day, every day? But Vampire Academy, is not what I've heard of. I think Vampire Academy actually came out, the books came out well after my Yeah, the time. book is from like 2018 or some shit. Or not 18, I was going to say, drunk that's, eight, dang, they did that super fast. In fact, they like did the movie before the book. <laughs> it, was a, it was a novelization of the film. Right? Because <laughs> that's what this movie that's needs. That's happened before. I know. Why did I? Young adult vampire reading time. Oh my god. Okay, so you've never seen it. But no. you've heard of it? Nothing? No. Shit. Cool. Okay. <laughs> my <laughs> life is a lie. No, that's alright. I'm like... I, I think at one point I watched about a half an hour of this movie. Does it feel familiar? At one point it did. Like, like the first time I really rolled my eyes hard. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think I remember turning this movie off before. <laughs> um, I had not... Oh, it was Sarah. Sarah and I watched oh. it at the same time. I bet Sarah, yeah, that would make sense. Um, <laughs> no, that's what, fuck. Okay, because we, like I always say, I tried to do this before. Like, I've been trying to watch all these vampire movies for a, several years now. Yeah. Um, but it's boring by yourself. And so I think Sarah was going to come over, and then she didn't, or something, and so we pushed play at, like, the same time, but she was at her house, and I was at my <laughs> house, because we're goddamn adults. Um, and, then, and then, like, live texted it? Yeah, and then we, like, I always call it live tweeting, but we were legit just texting each other, because I'm never on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Okay. Cool, guys. Does anybody want to take a... Oh, sorry, I didn't get to it. So, I hadn't heard of it. She told me about it. We watched it. And I remember rolling my eyes just as hard then as I did now. Um, does anybody want to take a stab at the plot? No. Oh. <laughs> it's so weird. I really don't. Because either Jordan or Steven does this. I know. Do Steven! I, 
Do I nail it to the church door like Martin Luther or? You just talk about it. You can skip points and oh. we kind of fill in. And so I'll try it. Okay. I would love Avencio to do this because mm-hmm. so, in a mean girl's fashion, it would make sense. So there I was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it starts off with the two main characters, uh, Rose. Rose? Yes, it Rose. is Rose. It took me a while to actually remember and catch their names. Rose and Lisa. 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 And they ran away from Vampire Academy, um, and they were on the run for about a year. Um, they... Good job knowing that it was a year. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> they... I, I just really want to know that it, it was in Oregon. They ran away from Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. Which yeah. is like two states over, because apparently this whole thing takes place in Montana. In the most random place. Cool. Um, but they get tracked down... Um, by, oh gosh, what was the, Dampiers? They're Dampiers. Dampiers. Yeah. And there's three different types of vampires. There's mm-hmm. the Dampiers, who are half vampire, half human. Mm-hmm. Then we have the bad ones. Strigoi. Strigoi, mm-hmm. who are like the stereotypical, come only out at night, evil vampires. Silver stakes. Silver yeah. stakes. And you then recognize have, them by their blood red eyes. Right. And apparently yeah. they have blood red eyes. And then, are they called the Mullies? <laughs> They're not the Holy Mullies. They are the Moroi. Moroi's. Who are like high elite um, vampires who yeah. can go out in the daytime and are good. Yeah, and it's all the like sexy part of vampirism without yeah. the like gross parts of vampirism. Right. I keep yeah. trying to call them Maoris. So they are also wrong. not Maoris. Well, I do have to appreciate the fact that the the director put the words on the screen so, so you would know exactly yeah. how they were spelled. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> so. They get taken back to the academy. They get attacked by the Strigoi's. Uh, Strigoi. Strigoi's. And um, they get back in, and Lisa is mm-hmm. uh, a princess of royal blood who's going to take over the throne someday, and that's why it was such a big deal for her to come back. Um, and all the while of her re- like being put into the academy again, um, she was being bullied because she's like, oh my gosh, what a, what a horror I slept, blah, blah. They were bullying her for some, like, dumb, right. completely unnecessary and unfounded reason? Because, Whoa. like, she fed on her bodyguard, like... But she, they were totally... Yeah, yeah. no, she, they were bullying her because she fed on Rose, who is her guardian specifically, because they have some sort of bond that we'll get into at the end mm-hmm. when, like, we learn it. But, um, so they were, apparently, that's super taboo. Right. Um, which doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, Uh I feel like it's just another way to shame chicks. But, um, why were they bullying her anyway? She's, like, the queen of the fucking school, right? I think the thing is, is you have to kind of go, and it's very lightly inferred, that they were, that's why they left the school to begin with. Oh, it's because she was being it's bullied? It's because she was being bullied by people and she was uh. being tormented by people. And it's because she is the last heir to the throne. I She's the last was. of her family line. Yeah. And so it's kind of like if they can get this person out of the way, then the throne goes. It's, it's a really sad Game of Thrones kind of shit. Oh. It's you really know. convoluted and a tiny, tiny kingdom. Mm. Very tiny kingdom. Yeah. It's like a school. With only like two families and one high school. Yeah. Okay, so so then they're back. So they're back. And all the while um, of her trying to survive high school and everything, um, she has these really um, top-notch powers. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess like the Moroys? Moroy. Moroy. I can never remember the name. 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're gonna have to okay. edit it to like. No, crazy. I had to. I had to write them down too. Yeah. But it's okay because they showed them on the screen when they were yeah. expositioning, yeah. so it's okay. But I'm I guess they have mayors um, the Strombolis. That's all I can come up with. But I guess they have powers like they last um, Airbender because they can control earth, water, fire, and uh, water. And water. Air, water, air, water, fire. You control earth, all the earth, elements. Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and and she, heart and, and spirits and but, every no because her she ends up she ends up doing spirit at the end and yeah. then it's hilarious they're totally Captain Planet yeah and yeah so but <laughs> Liz is basically Aang from the last ever um, Avatar because she's able to do like all of them she's able to do water mm-hmm. she's able to do fire and all all that fun stuff and, and she, apparently they were like bullying her because she wouldn't pick which one she wanted to focus on right oh my god it was pick dumb. a better reason to bully someone <laughs> than being like. Okay, cool. Overachiever. And we, we used to bully people because they had weird toenails. I don't know. No, it's, true. it's bullshit. <laughs> it's 2014. Um, anyway, so she got targeted um, by bullies, getting harassed and everything. Um, and she's slowly discovering these powers that she has. And she let it get the best of her because she can also hypnotize people mm-hmm. um, as well. So she was hypnotizing mm-hmm. All the kids at the school to basically get her on her side and get mm-hmm. him away from the main bully who was checking on her, and it was basically overwhelming her where she wasn't acting like herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, fast forward, um, she snaps on her best friend um, slash guardian, um, mm-hmm. and they make up after. She's able to help her. I don't know. It's kind of a weird way. No, it's a very awkward transition to be like, oh, they're super fighting. Okay, they go to this dance and they're best. Or no, before they go to the dance, they're like best friends again. They go shopping. They go to this dance. And then that's when we learn that like this old guy running around the school is actually a bad guy and Mm -hmm. wants to take um, Lissa and use her because she can bring dead things back to life. Right. And he's real old and sick, and so he's like, heal me, woman. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he had this chronic illness. Because he had some chronic illness, and he can't be on the throne, even though he's not of that family lineage. I so know. I think that that was one thing that was really weird to me, is because the current queen yeah. is not related to the princess who's the last of her line. Yeah. So who's, who's this queen? A, who's like in line to be queen, but oh it's like, how God. can you be heir to the throne if uh, it was so weird? If Queen Elizabeth can take the fr- throne at like 14, then like this bitch can. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway. But anyways, um, they, uh, she gets captured by the evil old dude after mm-hmm. the dance and everything. Um, she gets away and they put him in jail. And while he was in jail, his daughter, who was playing, you know, the best friend in the entire movie, mm-hmm. um, turned into a... Strigoi. Strigoi. Um, and tried to uh, kill off um, Rose, mm-hmm. and but she gets stopped within, like, five minutes of the she movie. She gets super stopped, yeah. and then... Uh, and then the movie ends, because they're like, oh my gosh, things are way better, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's basically it. Did I get it? <laughs> yeah, like on the super top level, that's like the main plot line. Like we have like the subplot lines about like the two boyfriend, like the two boys uh, that like kind of like the uh, Lissa and then the weird like teacher situation yeah. and like there's a lot of weird other things that we'll talk about. Yeah, sorry, you mentioned some side plot lines, but honestly, the plot line to oh. this movie is not that deep. No, no, okay, so that's really what not. we were, that's what I was going to get at. Thank you for reminding me, because I, um, cool. Um, as we were talking about it, 
there's so much exposition and there's so much happening and it's just like we have to explain oh, yeah. this entire fucking universe where you have the Strigoi mm. and you have the Dampir and you have the Moroi and then you have this school and then you have who has this who owns the school and then who runs the school and the queen and the princess and then they're also witches but then they have the four powers but then they didn't choose the power but then you can't drink from your person but then you can drink from your person but then they have blood banks and like this whole universe is just like exposition vomited at so, you but then on the basic level, like the plot is so convoluted that um, it could have just been super basic. Mm. Girl gets bullied, like done. Then we have all this other bullshit that they like exposition the hell out of, and it becomes so um, it becomes just gobbledygook. Mm. And then it makes sense that this movie didn't do well because there was just too much to follow. Where the whole time we're like, what the. Is going on? It was just because it was rushed so much. And they talk so fast, and I feel like I'm a thousand years old saying that like teenagers talk too fast. Um, but Jesus, like everything was just like, duh, don't you know this? And then at the beginning, that's why they had like the word Strigoi, like like written across the screen and kind of like floating across, and then the word Moroi, and then the word Dampier, and like they kind of like tell us what we need to know and like that well, and you find out within the first like five minutes that in order to kill a stragoi you've got to stab them with a silver steak yeah, silver the, steak yeah it's a silver it's very steak specific specifically. we can't just stab them with any old steak yeah. it's got to be silver mm-hmm. and, and they, they go into detail on how somebody becomes a stragoi as well yeah which i totally yeah, they, missed they kill and drink somebody oh yeah. is that all it is yeah. a roy just has to kill and drink someone yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, and then that's why we have that weird thing with Natalie at the end where she's like, I'm so glad I got to kill him instead of losing my virginity to him, (laughs) which was the grossest line I've ever been a part of. Oh, no. I thought the line after that she said, like, it it would have been. No, the line after was the grossest. What what was the line? It was something about that there was more blood or something. Oh, there was more blood! (laughs) No, I'm out. (laughs) Thank you. No, I'm totally out. I thought it was funny. No! Oh, you're not a girl. I'm out. So I'm not throwing a pen. I didn't think it was that funny, and I'm not a girl. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. How many books were there? Four? You said, I think it was oh, four or six. God, why? And the reason I'm asking is because I feel like, you know, we talk about the rushed exposition, we talk about the rushed explanations. I kind of six feel books. like the first movie was probably more the than one of books. those books. Yeah. I wonder. And so it's like they had to cram all of this yeah. stuff in in order to that could be. make the movie make sense for those books. Because mm-hmm. it sounds to me also like the books maybe were a little slow yeah. and didn't really get into a lot of the good story until maybe the second or third book. Which yeah, maybe not. Right. It doesn't specifically say what book I it is. I think there um, is good story there, though. Follow. <laughs> no, uh, I can I understand. There's just, it's... So, I wrote down that this movie is most certainly Twilight plus Vampire Diaries plus Harry Potter plus Mean Girls. And if you put all of those things together, then that's what comes up. Because you have witches, and even right down to, like, okay, you have to control these different elements, and you're in this special school, and there's, like, a hierarchy within the school. And when she's um, doing, it's called compulsion, is when she's, like, hypnotizing everybody, it looks like she's wearing the invisibility cloak. Um, that it's the <laughs> same filter yeah. that they it's have funny, yeah. in Harry Potter. Um, and so there are very Harry Potter-esque things. Um, like so the most kids of the special have to effects solve... weren't nearly as good. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kids have to save the day. And, blah, blah, blah. and yeah. like the 
there was even a point at the end where we like sweep outside of the school and then we go up this hill and it looks like Voldemort sitting there, but it's actually just a cave full of Strigoi waiting to attack the school. Sequel. Yeah. Um, for a sequel that was canceled because this movie totally bombed. Um, I honestly feel like it could have done a lot. Like if they didn't rush it. Um, it wouldn't it, have been bad. It reminded me yeah. a lot of like when Avatar, the movie, The Last uh-huh. Airbender came out, how it rushed through so much of the story where you just lost the, yeah. the, the heart of the of the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened with this one. Like if, if I've never read the books, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming like it, that's exactly what, what happened. They rushed and crammed all this information. And I wonder, it's 2014, which is like way past like twilight mm-hmm. well and, and this was a question that i actually wrote in my notes is that they actually make reference to twilight in this movie they're, okay yeah. and so if they're aware of twilight and i'm sorry this is a completely random thought how do they feel about sparkly vampires they actually mentioned <laughs> it and they're super sassy about it so um it has it's 2014 and so vampire books and um, or vampires in media in general, like in media in general, and zombies in like TV, movies, books, whatever, they kind of follow this opposite wave where when vampires are really popular, like zombies aren't so popular, and then vampires will fade out and then zombies will come back. And it used to, like in the 50s and 60s, follow, um, there's this very loose theory that it follows the presidents and like whichever, um, whichever, um, I almost said class. Uh, what the fuck are they called? Party. party. <laughs> Republican and Democrat. So whatever party so is in have... office, um, then a certain like monster would be um, more popular. Whereas when like Republicans are in office, vampires are generally more popular because that's the monster that scares conservatives. Like people taking your innocence, people like lying to you. It's a very broad theory and please don't like, yeah. don't give me side eye that d- that doesn't make any sense because this is a very broad theory. I, I actually, I'm really, really interested in this because politics is one of my side hobbies and I'm really interested in the fact that there's like partisan monsters. There are partisan monsters because vam- like the theory is that um, vampires prey on the innocent and it's the idea that um, we can't protect the, who we want to protect. And even in vampire mythology, when you look into each different culture, like who the vampire attacks specifically, is who that um, culture values. And sometimes it's children, and sometimes it's uh, men, and sometimes it's pregnant women, and sometimes it's the elderly, and it depends on what that culture um, reveres, is that's who the vampires go after, generally. And so that makes sense in that regard. And then when zombies are popular, there's it's more likely there is... I can speak English. The Democrats are walking uh, dead? No, because uh, the idea that Democrats, um, like, is it a fear of the government? Is it a fear of, like, people taking over and, like, you're losing your, um, your will um, becoming um, a zombie? And mm-hmm. so it's a very loose theory. I forgot the name of the person who did it, but it was... You could follow it up until every president started getting two terms and then shit just started going sideways and then now it's not quite so accurate because the first time I say this someone's always like oh yeah but Twilight came out when like Obama was in president and like it's a very broad theory you guys it's not fucking and by that theory the blob should be popular right now fuck which blob the anime blob or the actual blob (laughs) but like um it's a like I keep saying it's a very broad theory it is not science 
vampires and zombies are not real. Uh, <laughs> let's go. The hell are we doing here? Uh, what the watching movies? But there are so. Um, I'm gonna go back. There are so many damn Twilight references, mm-hmm. and this movie, although the books were made when the Vampire Upsweep was happening, this movie was made at the tail end of it. Which would also explain the downfall of this movie. Which would also explain the downfall of this movie, because people were real sick of vampires at, best, at this point, which is also why there were probably so many sassy and snarky Twilight references, because they reference them a lot, and even when you're looking, when you're watching it, like, they have big sweeping shots of the Oregon-like forests, because apparently it's an it's Oregon. Montana. It's Montana. Uh, the sweet, oh, when they, they were driving somewhere. through oh, yeah. Oregon yeah. to Montana. Um, which they completely skipped over Idaho, so, like, fuck you guys. Fly over state. Um... <laughs> They mention sparkly vampires. Even the boyfriend named Christian, who's not really a boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, he's got, like, Edward hair, and he's got, like, a very, like... He like, did have some amazing hair. He had, like, yeah. Edward Cullen-like yeah, but features. Like, sweeping... And they even had the same, like, oh, no, the princess has two boys that like her. One is a bad boy, like, royal guy, and one is this other kid. And, like, but she likes Christian, but it'd be better socially to go out with this rich boy. But, <laughs> like, it's it has yeah. all of those very yeah. basic, like, dumb premises that are very Twilight-ish. And that would make sense. This book came out in 2007. Which... Which but is they did still another reason. It's like they make fun of Twilight so much, but it's like you are Twilight without the glitter. It is Twilight. <laughs> like it totally is, but they just didn't. They did not get it approved fast enough to make the movie fast enough, and they were way on the tail tail end of it. Um, and so that's their own fault. But like I had the same issue because I was writing my book on the tail end of it, and so no one would buy it for that exact same reason that we're like we're done with fucking vampires. But good news is it's back on the upsweep. We have like four new television shows that are coming out. Right. Um, we've got a whole new like big resurgence. And so if you're into the vampires, like cool. Hopefully you are because you're listening to this. Okay, so I need you to prepare a, a chart of the swing. Okay. And then I will prepare a political chart. Okay. And we're going to like map them over each other. Okay. Gonna be great. It yes. already that map already exists, and so I'm just gonna find it on Google and okay, show well, it to you. Okay, <laughs> you know what? That makes my the research so much easier. It's so great. Um, yeah. So now that I like uh, word vomited at you guys, <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about the headmistress of Saint Vladimir's School for the Gifted? Uh, totally looking like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in drag. Yes, we can. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because it was amazing, and her name is like Olga something or another. I she, should look her. Up. I never realized Joseph was so hot. He is so hot. Um, he's a very the, handsome man. Yeah. Uh, he's very handsome. He's a very pretty girl. Yeah. Oh, uh, she had the very she had the, the slight Russian accent as well. I believe she yeah, actually I think is, she is Russian. Russian. She's Olga Kirlenko. Her, that her would be accent Russian. was actually not as muted as the other Russian actor. We'll get to him later. She is Ukrainian. Yeah, okay. We'll just we'll just um, yeah. Eastern Bloc. And apparently she is a Bond girl in Quantum of Solace, yep. which I just watched yeah. the other day and totally didn't but remember. But she, the way that they did her hair and the way that they had her makeup, and mm-hmm. especially when she kind of slightly tilted her head back and closed her eyes, she very much looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in drag. Yeah. She looked like him. What's the name of the show that you were telling me Lip Sync Battle. Lip Sync Battle, when he dresses up like Janet Jackson. So yes. he's very pretty. That, that gave me life. 
Can we also, speaking of Russian accents, can we talk about the, po- oh my god, the really uncomfortable Russian teacher? Dimitri. Dimitri. Okay, first of all, he's very pretty. He's very pretty, though. He is he's very not pretty. like He's not, like, handsome, but it's so funny because he legit looks like Matt Berry. Yeah. And he has the same hair as Matt Berry, who is of um, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place and IT crowd fame, and he's also going to be in the new What We Do in the Shadows TV show. Um, and I want him to narrate my life because he's got the best voice ever. I didn't find him attractive. I felt like the Russian teacher was pretty. Uh-huh. Because Matt Berry is not necessarily, like, he's not an ugly man, but he's yeah. not like a, like, how much I'm in love with Tom Hiddleston kind of handsome. Yeah. He just but, has a beautiful quad. But too. I just feel like he has pretty features, but not necessarily handsome features. No, I didn't like any of his features. <laughs> I, like, if I, if I... If anything, I would just cover his face because like, he had an amazing body. But he, I didn't like—I didn't like his face. He's so puffy. And I didn't like his hair. <laughs> I just have to say, that's you. Hey, I love you. Um, <laughs> the only thing about her, like, she just said he seemed kind of puffy. He did. He seemed um, kind of puffy. And there was the scene where he was doing the Olympic rings thing mm. with the T cross. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but the thing that went through my head at that point was, he doesn't have the shoulders for that. He doesn't. <laughs> His name is um, Danila, Danila Kozlovsky. So we're gonna go with that guy, and he's legit Russian, which is so funny because we all felt like his Russian accent was so fake. And then Aaron, you had a theory. I do have a theory on this. I think what happened is the the producers of this film tried to get him to Americanize. His accent, but and he's trying to do an American accent, but it's really hard. Some of his Russian accents coming through, so it sounds like a very muted Eastern Bloc accent. It's he was very monotone, very monotone. And monotone. then at one point, Mike and I started laughing hysterically because then he sounded Irish. Yeah, okay. he, he turned yeah, yeah, Irish yeah. at some point. So, uh, and I mean like like Dublin. Like, like super straight up Irish, because I was like, wait, what? I half um, expected him to turn around and say. You found me like a charms. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. So um, we have Rose, and she's a dampier, and she's training to be a damp. Like she is half human, half vampire, and she is training to be a guardian. And she has this blood bond with Lissa, which we can explain later. And um, she is training with Dimitri, this Russian teacher, um, and she's like super goo goo for him. And they go to the dance, and then for some reason, oh, she sees that Lissa is in danger. She needs help. She goes and knocks on his, like, bedroom door. He's, like, recumbent, laying in his sexy thing, <laughs> and also listening to music pose. And then... It would uh, have been that's how I do the it. cover of a romance novel. Oh, it was real it bad. It was great. And so she shows up, and she has this necklace on, and apparently this necklace has a love spell on it that neither of them knew about. So they start, like, macking it. Like, he rips her dress off and throws it in the fire. And yeah. she's got, like, weird underwear on for a 17-year-old, but I she guess had, not. She had she underwear. strapless broad no, underwear, it, Shannon. Uh, well, Fine. She had she weird was, underwear. She it was, was weird. It matched. No, that's fair. I'm like... Uh, <laughs> What do you call it? And they start making out hardcore, and then he realizes it's the necklace, rips the necklace off of her, and then starts talking in an Irish accent about, like, 
I don't even know what, but I totally wrote you. Well, <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about that scene is that they made it very obvious that it was the necklace that was causing it because they kept like flashing. They to kept it flashing to it. Like I get it, it's the necklace. Thank you. It is the necklace. Oh, this yeah. is Mar- why they're Mar- doing. And so maybe Shannon, this is because you had some issues with the fact that she was younger and he was her teacher. I did have issues with. And that. I think perhaps maybe the producers of this film and the director of this film were trying to help you feel better. Like, flashing <laughs> to that necklace constantly to be like, no, no, no. Don't this worry, guys, don't really worry, guys. It's her necklace. Oh, my well, God. I, I don't think they were thinking that far ahead. <laughs> I think um, this movie had no subtle in it. There was no subtleties. There it was wasn't. Just, everything was just <clears throat> smacking you in the face. Everything was like, even like the bitchy girl, Mia... Who was like causing a bunch of problems? She's the one where the boys. Oh, was that her name, the short hair girl? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. short hair girl who was like manic all the time. Um, she was just running around like a crazy lady, and then um, she's super intense. Uh, Lissa is super intense. Um, everybody is just kind of way on top of each other. Even Natalie, so she's Gabriel Byrne's daughter, who's the nerdy. This best movie friend. had Gabriel freaking Byrne in it. What the hell? Yeah, that just says a lot about Gabriel. Oh. I mean, whatever. Sometimes you need to, you need the, you need the paycheck, you know? I guess. So his daughter Natalie, um, she's like the very obvious like school nerd, and she likes the popular boy, and the popular boy doesn't like me, even though I'm a total babe, but I wear glasses and I'm smart, and I'm able to hack into all the stuff that I Which... need to hack into, so that you guys can get the info. You're welcome. Even to the point where it was so slap you over the head where she's like, I really like this boy. I don't remember his name. Let's call him Joe. I really like Joe. I wish he would take my virginity. Oh, my God. I've never even gotten naked in front of a houseplant. Like, it was so, like, smack you in the face and intense and awkward right at that second where you're just like, or there's a, there's like a gentler, not even a gentler way, but like a, a less teenage way to, like, lament you not getting boned by, like, the hot guy that you like. Mm-hmm. And, and this girl was not the only thing to me that indicated, okay, two, two things that indicated she was not popular were yeah. the glasses and her ability to do technical shit. Yeah. Isn't that weird? And by technical <laughs> shit, do you mean, like, driving the computer? She, literally like, yes. Yes. Yeah. she stole, like, the one school laptop. But... She was played by um, the girl yes. from Modern Family, there you Sarah, go. Highland. Sarah Highland. There you go. And um, she was one of the two people I recognized right away. The other one being uh, Cameron Monaghan. Mo- oh, the redhead. Yeah. Oh, from, redhead. Yeah, from Shameless. Okay. And he's very handsome. He's a cute little guy. I, I did appreciate that Rose called him Ducky because he had this like unrequited love for her. Um, which is total John Hughes reference, like rampant in all freaking teenager movies, where there's always like the nerdy one who like loves the popular. But hot he wasn't girl, even nerdy. No, uh, well he wasn't, except because he got those like boys at the end to totally know, do what he said. He was, but how? I know, like you're pretty uh, scrawny. Compulsion. He doesn't have compulsion. No, he it's, a, it's a pretty yeah. elite. It's talent. super like, and it only happens with the Moroys. Moroy. Uh, yes. Yeah. So. But I think the most disappointing thing to me about our lovely Ducky is that he wasn't in more of the film. He wasn't in a ton of it, but he seemed pretty like natural. And I watch not him in Shameless, and he's an amazing actor. Oh yeah, gosh. and I can't believe that you know when I was looking at this before we got together mm-hmm. to watch it, and I saw he was in it, I was super excited because I was like, "Oh, I really like this kid," mm-hmm. and he wasn't. He was like this teeny tiny little part. He was. It was. 
there was a point where he came back with like the two um like popular boys that caused a bunch of trouble and he was like tell her the truth and they just like did but like why did they listen to him I don't know. And then he still gets the kiss on the cheek for for solving. Oh, totally friend zoned. Oh, yeah. Totally friend zoned. No. No, he was. No, I don't want to get into this. You're gonna make me rage. I friend zone isn't a thing. We're not gonna talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie had her weird, uh, gross virginity preoccupation as well as her ler- nerd lim- uh, limitation at the end, where she like dis- does her whole like villain monologue at the end about why she's. Why she's a nerd and nobody likes me, except she did keep her glasses on when she got hot um, Mm -hmm. until she became a Strigoi when she was like ultra hot and then she took her glasses off. Yeah, I was just gonna say that because when you become a Strigoi, like all your health problems go away, all they get they all go away. Yeah, but again, go back to the lack of subtlety. Why does I knew from the second. Yeah. I knew from the second she showed up that she was the bad guy. Well, like in the movie, um, what's her what was that teacher's name? Uh, Cray. Cray was a carp crap. There was a there was a carp. carp. Oh, carp. carp. Yeah, her name was Carp. So in the movie, there was a teacher named Miss Carp, who actually whose last name in real life is Foy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who also used compulsions. Yes. On Rose, because um, she's the one who told her, "You're gonna have to run away." Yeah. And I'm telling you why, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna remember why until, until you need to know why. Until you need to know That's why. That's very convenient. Um, and so she was trying to save them because she was also kind of going through the same things that Lissa was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wasn't strong enough to, like, handle... Because using your powers um, does a really big toll on your body, mm-hmm. and, it, and it hurts you. And so she couldn't take it anymore, so she became a Strigoi herself. You mentioned it earlier, like, that last week at the very end, you, we see Miss Carp. Yes. And she was like, soon or whatever. Something, because yeah. she decided to become a Strigoi because she couldn't handle the emotional pressure of being able to, like do this compulsion and do this, like, bring people back to life situation. But also the physical pain. like she. Yeah, because either. it, like, cuts you or yeah. it, like, uh, like at it one itches. point you do itch. Yeah, like, it was too um, much. And so there are just physical was... manifestations of the man magic that she couldn't handle. She decided to become a Strigoi. She disappeared. Yeah. It's like the vampire yeah. version of hives. Yeah. Yeah. But like then she was at a party where Somebody she's needs just a flea like, collar. It was just like fire, air, fire, air, and then you see her itching while she's firing yeah, air. Scratching her armpit. And why was it always the shoulder or under the armpit? Because that's a very because that's where battle. the camera was focused. Uh, it's yeah. like, oh, you can see me scratching. I think the director here. had a preoccup- preoccupation with shoulders because the first time you saw a vampire bite somebody, it was the trapezius, in the shoulder, the worst mm-hmm. place to bite a person. Which we've had this discussion because we've seen it in these films before. We've had they this discussion right in, in the, the podcast. Instead of the neck. Yeah, that's a great place to get blood. So I have a quick question yes. on the whole um, blood sucking thing. Okay. Mm. So as you know, some you know that's a very um, big lore thing that vampires you know suck blood and everything. Okay. The thing that made me raise an eyebrow was after she was done feeding on Rose, all you saw were these two bite marks. Mm-hmm. Not much dribble on, on on her lips, whatever. Okay. So it makes me wonder, like how like how do you suck blood? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just makes me like if there's no mess on your mouth and mm-hmm. there's no pool on her on her shoulder or neck, mm-hmm. like how exactly are you getting your nutrients? Her teeth are magical and they act like straws. I was wondering, like... <laughs> Vampire saliva has a, a I wonder, coagulant. I was wondering, like, do they just suck them out through their teeth? No, so, like, yeah. No, she's just not spilling her food. Uh, that always drives me nuts when you see vampires bite somebody and come up with a bloody mouth. It's like, dude, like you're wasting food. Like in Underworld where she just, like, throws the glass 
bowl full of blood that they've, like, special blood that they've collected and then they just waste it all. Uh, no, physically it makes no sense because they bite them and that's what your fangs are supposed to do is just bite and then you have a mouth to suck but their fangs are still just like stuck in there like when you get your teeth stuck in an apple and then all you gotta do do is pierce the skin and then let it bleed and then suck but they just like stick their fangs in there and then like this is why I think their teeth are like magical straws (laughs) they have to be magical straws because how many times did that blonde boy like start to bite her Uh and then get ripped away but did not take out a chunk of her flesh no Um, yeah or there was no blood left on the skin or his nothing there was nothing and so no that's just um, bad that's just because but they're not actually But how many vampire movies do you watch where that is the case? 740. Yeah. No, a, uh, a lot of them. A lot of them. There's a lot where you see, like, they bite. I mean, Interview with the Vampire had that. They, they bite, bite, they come they... away, there's no blood on the neck, there's no blood anywhere. Yeah. It's like some, it's the either... teeth are magical straws. Yep. Vampires, if you're listening, please at us. Will you, will you add us and let us know? Please. Thank yes. you. <laughs> we did Natalie in her stupid monologue at the end where she was like, I may be dead, but I've never felt so alive. Like, that's the quality of writing we have in this movie. Oh, yes. It was amazing. Um, and did you notice, though, yeah, well, you did mention this, when she becomes the Strigoid, that all of a sudden the glasses are gone. Oh, yeah, when she no. becomes ultra hot, mm-hmm. she all of a sudden has no more glasses. We have Gabriel Byrne, straight up from, uh, like, I know him from Usual Suspects. Like, he's a legit actor person. And then he's just like, heal me. And then she did. And then he got put in jail. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Again, like, I'm I'm feeling like like, maybe there's three books that got super rushed. I wonder. I wonder if any of you know, you can let us know. Yeah, please If you've read Vampire Academy and know if it is multiple books that they just tried to rush into too many because they were trying to catch that tail end of the vampire, like, wave. And they're just like, shit, we should have gotten on this. I don't fucking know what took so long. They said they're, like, New York Times bestselling books. Right. I've never heard of them, but that doesn't prove anything. Yeah, I haven't but heard I mean, of a lot of books. But every, everything's a New York Times bestseller anymore, it seems <laughs> Some like. of us are New York Times bestsellers. No, but should be. But should. Um, but yeah, and, and, and they are young adult books too, so it could yeah. possibly be that yes, it's a New York Times bestseller. It's just not in the books that are in our purview because yeah, we're not reading young adult books most of the time. Most of the time. Like I kind of want to read it just to find out. Will you read it and then let me know? Yeah. Well, there's six books. Yeah. I just I, they're I, probably I, really easy to read. I'm a very slow reader. That's okay. I just don't deal well with teen angst. There was anymore. so much, like... Angst. I like teenager shit. Like, teenage mm. movies and stuff like this. But, like, this hurt a little bit. Yeah. Um, just how bitchy and immature and, like, easy to fly off the handle and just, yeah. like, way ragey all the time. Which, I mean, that, you know, could be typical teenagers. But, I, like I said, I just, I don't, I don't, well, like a, a catcher in the rye. Mm-hmm. You know, Everybody talks about how much they love that book. I didn't read that book till I was 35. Oh, and then... And I spent the whole time just wanting to fucking punch that kid. So there's a funny theory... There's a funny thing that I read where if someone says... If an adult says that their favorite book is Catcher in the Rye, it's probably because they haven't read a book since high school. Uh, because That's high school entirely kids, possible. Like, like high school kids like Catcher in the Rye because it's like, ooh, uh, uh. But then you so grow edgy. up... Like, then you get, like, not even adulty, but then all of a sudden you realize... It's like in Rent, where when you're a teenager and you like Rent, not paying the rent, but the musical Rent, mm-hmm. you totally are like, yeah, let's pay, don't pay your rent, man, bruh. And then when you get older and you start siding with Benny, who's like, guys, you can live here rent-free 
And then they're just like, no, you're the man. When you start siding with Benny is when you know you're old. And so um, it's the same kind of litmus test of yeah. uh, if you still like Catcher on the Rye. So when yeah. you say siding with Benny, do you mean thinking, suck it up? And fucking pay your rent? And he was going to let them live their rent free. I mean, I understand that. But it's like when you start looking at the rest of the characters and thinking, God, you're a bunch of whiny bitches. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that when you're an adult? Yep. Okay. Yep. Damn, passed that a long time ago. No, I did too. It was when I did rent. I'm like, oh God, I'm on the wrong side of this. Oh God. <laughs> Um, when you think, God, my favorite childhood memory was my back not hurting. <laughs> um, I mentioned this brief, or I don't know if I mentioned this yet, and this is something I should have said at the beginning, but it was most certainly directed by Mark Waters, who directed Mean Girls. And it was written by his brother, Daniel Waters, who wrote Heathers. So, like, so what Heathers happened? was a much better movie than that. Fucking, I don't know. Uh, we did that. It could have been like serious outcry from the side of the table. I was gonna say, like, oh it could have been gosh. pressure from the producers or whoever. It may have been just like, like their source material. Like, what are the books and then what are they given? What time restraints were they given? Because if this is at the tail end of that vampire wave, then they were probably trying to like bust it out real fast. Right. Things Honestly, like that. I think this could have been like a great TV show. I don't know. I feel like they could have been a great TV show because that could have been like proper like short slower development. Yeah, and they just that. tried to squish so much in it. And the same idea where, like, we're going to eventually get to the Twilight episodes, and I don't mind Twilight, and I know there is, like, great rage happening on Mike's side. Um, I have the eye roll over here, So <laughs> I've only seen snippets. There, we've, um, we've already had our Twilight discussion where they're not the best, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about them eventually. Are we going to watch but Twilight? Eventually, we have to. Yes. Oh, um, sorry. But, um... I only watch it for one reason. Can we watch the Rift Tracks version instead? Uh, maybe, but that I don't mind Twilight, so I could have mind I could have like enjoyed this movie had it not just been chaos. Um, that I am like I most certainly was I guess at a good age I was most certainly thirty when Twilight was popular. I'm old. Um, that being said, like I still had my guilty pleasure and it was still silly and they like have whatever qualities. Um, so I should enjoy this like mathematically i should enjoy this but it was just so rushed can we talk about how rose is what's her name chloe no zoe zoe deutsch dutch 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 Dutch. uh zoe dutch or deutsch whatever uh she's a nice girl zoe Um, she's lovely she reminded me she looks like ellen page but acts like anna kendrick which was also i think that's uh, why i liked her so much there were so many times where I'm like, if she would have kept her flippant attitude, it would have been a lot more fun. But then she got real serious and it got real weird. They they definitely had, a, like, her character, I know the direction they were trying to go with it, where she's super dry, super flippant, super, mm-hmm. I don't care about anything. But then all of a sudden, oh, but I really do have a soft heart. But then I have to care ultra too much. Yeah, and it, it just, there wasn't enough. There was a lot of back and forth. yeah. Uh, why did I write her? Oh, her amazing. I'm gonna talk about Lissa's amazing speech at the end, where somehow she convinced the like school board to let her go ahead and interrupt the queen and address address the entire school. Guys, I decided on what my magic is gonna be, and it's gonna be spirit. Okay, and yes, Christian and I are totally dating, and yes, we need to stop with the bad blood. And she had this whole ridiculous, like poorly acted 
sorry, chick, she, Lucy Fry. She was acting like um like a high school student, so I actually Whoa. I don't know. I think I enjoyed like this movie a lot crying. more than you guys. Did. That's okay. <laughs> she had like her really bad fake crying, like. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting because the one the thing she said about her the, yes what you saw at the dance was not an illusion Christian and I are Christian totally and I dating are totally dating and then she came across and she had this whole speech about blood about how it it ties us I mean this is so cliche it ties us together it's the bond between us it's food it's family it's food it's family shut the hell and let's just up. get rid of the bad blood and that was like and we're done with it <laughs> that is okay. Do you not feel shamed? Um, we are extremely, are extremely old and cynical. You I am a little so. bit cynical in there because it turned into what could have been, again, interesting, and it could it is should be right up my alley, and then it turned into like, like teenage kind of dribble instead of like interesting, and I'm like, this is so like again, again, I don't know if it was too fast or too like stereotypical, where I'm just like, this. Have been super fun. Everybody likes Harry Potter and and Twilight. Let's and mean like girls. and Mean Girls. Let's make them together, and then it would have been great. There were several times that I rolled my eyes so hard, I'm surprised you didn't hear it. Uh, he, right. he sprained several eyeballs. I I actually I felt physical pain. I rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> well, since we're talking about the ending, I yes. want to talk about like the I like the I liked how okay. So Rose goes up to her teacher and yes, that was fun. And yeah. says like, "You lied to me. I know you had feelings for me because he's twenty eight, she's seventeen. He's like legit an adult, you guys. Yeah. Well, and so and he was like, "You're right. I do have feelings for you, and it's more than just um, the age gap, and more than me being your teacher. It's I would risk my life to save you rather than the princess if it came down to it. And that's then, not okay because yeah. that's his job is to save her. Right. And she's like, "Well, just give me one kiss without the." Without the love spell or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes and leans and tries to kiss her and surprise attack and flips him over. She's like, oh, oh yeah. She, she does that. Like, they were training this move that she's like, teach me how to fight, which was his job anyway. So I don't know why it needed to be like this secret thing in the woods, but whatever. Well, because no, the sexy. thing was, is he, he kept giving her like laps to do yeah. or like, here, go lift these weights for a while. And she's like, I don't need to learn how to lift weights. I don't need to learn how to run yeah. laps. It's like, teach me how to fight. And it was always the sexual tension between them where she was like, you're just afraid to spar with me. You're just afraid to be in that close, intimate space of fighting with me. I guess that's it. Because she did have to fight the other people. Yeah. Um, Because I'm like, they have fighting classes. I do not understand why this is such like a... I think she needed more advanced ones. And I think that she was asking, like, show me how to fight for Rose. Yeah. Um, but anyway, throughout the movie... And that um, was one that, a move that he was teaching her. Yeah, like just a sneak attack. Mm-hmm. And um, the very first time she tries it, like, you gave herself away because you screamed, like, ah, like you were coming at me. Mm-hmm. And so this was, like, a really good way of, like, you let your guard down, dude. Oh, I, I did. I liked Tricked it. Tricked him. I liked it. It was, I it, liked it. It was pretty precious. Yeah. Tricked him at the end. It was adorable. So gross. <laughs> I also, though, really enjoyed, <laughs> I kept rooting for something to come. From the sexual tension between these two characters, because it was just like it was so blatant and in your face that there was was something there. It was real thick. 
Um, I just wanted them to get it over with. And then it just reminded me of Never Been Kissed, that movie with Drew Barrymore, where she's a legit adult posing as a high schooler, and then her teacher's, like, falling in love with her, but he can't because she's in high school, but she's not, blah, blah, blah. But even in that movie, and I love him, and I love her, and they're so cute, and they're totally allowed to be dating, but they're not because he still thinks you're 17, which is inappropriate. Um, and so I was Seventeen is still borderline legal. It's misdemeanor legal. I don't know. I would, it's misdemeanor. Her parents would have to press charges. There. I would have chosen Cameron. He was sweet, and he defended her, mm-hmm. and he obviously liked her a lot, and he's more my type. But <laughs> if she doesn't like him, I know. she doesn't like him. I'm just saying know. I would have chosen him. That's okay. You can date him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can we also talk, uh, oh, the very, very end. What do you call it? So finally we learn that Rose and Lissa were blood bonded because... I think it was called Soul Kissed. That was something else because she died and came back. Uh, I think that's what bonded them, though. It, no, the bond, the... the bond came because Lissa was... Healed her. ...terrified to see her, to lose her friend, and when she touched her, healed her. Yeah. And, and kind of willed her back. The soul kiss was... I think something different. No, that's what that that's what it was, I think. Is that what it was? Yeah, because, like, this, same thing? because they flash back to that moment. Like, do you remember, like, this is actually how you got um, soul kiss, is because okay. you were on the brink of death. And then and, you came back. I thought it was something different, that that is what happened to her, but not necessarily what Lissa did to her. But no, okay. yeah, that's how they were bonded. Okay. And everything. And that's okay. how, she, like, throughout the movie, she there are random times where... Rose can, like, see what Lissa's saying. Yes, like Voldemort style, like Harry Potter yeah. Scar style. Yeah, and it's just kind of funny when it first happened in the movie, you're like, gosh, that, this, not this shit again. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Where it's just like, this is what's happening, and she, her, like, eyes turn, like, golden, Gold, yellow, yeah. and then uh, she sees what Lissa is seeing, and so, um, but she can't turn it off, and she can't control it, or I think whatever. she learned how to do it towards the end, though, because she would concentrate, like, okay, where is she? Oh, yeah, because she like, had to, like, focus yeah, to, to mm-hmm. be able to save her. Um, yeah. New skills. I, was, so. I was really struggling to pay attention through a lot of that. That's fair. Because at the end, it was just Gabriel Byrne monologuing. Again, a lot of this movie is just exposition and mm-hmm. just telling us what happened instead of showing us what happened, which is a lot of uh, what happens in a lot of these. Uh, we can do definition time. They have these three vampire terms. They have the Strakoi and the Dampier and the Maroi, and these are, like, legit vampire folklores. Oh, Where cool. the Strakoi, uh, if you... I know it specifically from um, the strain. In the strain, they talk about Strakoi. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And okay. it's the theory of... More closely associated, I guess, to what Dracula would be, where it's, like, a Romanian folklore. Troubled spirits risen from the grave. They can turn into animals. They can turn invisible. They are, um... Drink. Oh, they come out at night. Uh, it's blood-based, is where I was going. Okay. But, yeah. And then we do have the Dampir, which we talked about during Vampire Hunter D, which, uh, is a Balkan mythology of half-vampire, half-humans. And then we also have the Maroi, is a type of vampire or ghost in Romanian folklore. You said it's, vampire or ghost? Yeah. Huh. Where it, the Maroi is a phantom of a dead person, which leaves the grave to draw energy from the living. So I thought what was really interesting is, so the Dampier can be mm-hmm. in the sun. Mm-hmm. Full on. Mm-hmm. The Maroi can be out during the day, but gotta have a little shade. 
But then she had a really cute parasol. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but then the Strigoi, I mean, there's just, like, the different yes. levels. So the mm-hmm. Strigoi cannot go on the day at all. Yes. Right. So, so it was, they just, do it have was that. interesting to me they had just, like, the different levels. It's like, mini like, vampire? And baby like, vampire? Full vampire. Full vampire yeah. with their daylight. So, um, good job, that chick. Using, like, words, I guess, that exist in, uh... Words. <laughs> vampiric folklore. So and important. so, instead of just, like, vampire, or instead of, like, I don't know. That's a theory that she's using, I guess. Um, do we have any other points for Vampire Academy? No. <laughs> no, not really. There was a lot of really, really bad wire work. Every fight. And every time mm. someone flew through the air, it was obviously really bad, uncomfortable wire work. Speaking it was of... also like every time somebody got thrown across the room, it was like flicking a piece of lint. Yeah. yeah. They were real strong. They were people. super light. But yeah, they would they would take off, but they'd fly real slow, so they didn't get hurt. They can't get hurt. Go ahead. So speaking of being like thrown um, thrown across the room, you got really mad when the black chick. Most certainly, Dimitri is trying to like kick down this door, and he can't kick down this door. He finally kicks down this door. He hides to the side, and he's got this chick with him who's like supposed to be helping him. But she's like this African American chick, and she walks in first and gets shot and dead. Well, she's not dead, but we think we she think gets shot. Dead. She falls to the ground, and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> did you just kick down the door and let like the like no? What is happening? I was really mad. Yeah. Yes, there was a couple of speeches in there about women that were just a little like. Oh, yeah, where even Rose was just like, the woman is always right. Even when she's wrong, she's totally right. And I'm like, no, no, that's, no, Some sometimes you can be wrong. And sometimes it's okay to say you're wrong. And sometimes it's okay to be right. Yeah. And like, holy shit, no, this is what makes, like, women look like crazy psychopaths is because it's like, I'm always right, even when I'm wrong. No, fucking, you're wrong sometimes. Quit being an asshole. Like, own up to your shit. Like, chicks can be wrong. Ugh. So, woman up. Yes. Essentially, woman up. You it's know, bullshit. Like, don't play that. Take some accountability for your own actions. Don't play that stupid, like, bullshit card of just like, I'm a girl. And then expect people to not treat, and expect them to not, you not to be treated differently. We're just like, I hate that so hard. Yeah. Yep. Rage is Shannon rages. <laughs> it's okay, Shannon. I'm going to rage with you on Fucking that one. Because bullshit, guys. There were, there were several speeches in this film about, like, well, that's what, that's how it is. Girls are like this. And it's like, Girls are bad no. at that. No. We're all people. And if you, if you accept this vulnerability, if you don't take accountability for your own actions, then yeah, fine. Be treated like that. You deserve it. Grr. Arg. Grr. Arg. Yes. Okay. <laughs> is there anything else? <laughs> Shannon's snarling over there. I'm so angry. Uh, we'll go. Yeah. We'll go this way because yours will be real quick. Uh, did you like it? Would you recommend it? Oh, absolutely. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> not, not a fucking chance. So weird, Miss Erin. Uh, it depends on how much you like Russians who speak with an Irish accent. <laughs> I want to know what um, else that guy has been in. I have to say. It was interesting. It was very rushed. Mm-hmm. So, it, putting it on while doing chores, fine. Uh, sitting down and thinking you're going to love this for all of time, maybe not. That's fair. And then it's you. For me, I liked it. That's okay. I know. I feel. I felt like feel kind of weird because I know it's not like the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like a guilty pleasure. I'm like, I liked it. 
because I, I see a lot of the potential behind it if mm-hmm. it wasn't so rushed. And honestly, it's making me interested in, like, reading the books to find out, like, okay, what happens after, mm-hmm. like, everything's happily, happy ever after in this movie. Like, do they attack? Do they survive? Who dies? Does she end up with Dimitri? Does she go with, uh... Does she hurry up and turn 18 and then start dating her teacher? Yeah, does she yes. go with that, oh. um, that other Dampire, Dampier? Dampier. Yeah. Um, like, who does she end up with? Does yeah. She, does Lissa marry Christian? And did they become Christian? I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I, I actually, you know, from what Eventia was saying, is that it would make me want to read the books more than watch the movie. Right. Yeah. So because like, I feel like there's something missing. There, there feels like there's something missing, and this is most certainly a movie that should be up my alley. I know it's way up Sarah's alley, and she's gonna listen to this and like be real mad at me because I'm just like meh. But um, it should be up my alley, and I should like it. So I wonder. Um, if I had read them when I was reading Twilight, when I was reading True Blood, when I was reading all of my like um, super series of vamp- like vampire series, um, would I have like jumped into this as well? Like I never read Vampire Diaries and I never watched Vampire Diaries because I didn't want to like it. I very specifically was that person who was like, mm, I don't want to watch Twilight or I don't want to watch this or I don't want to watch that. I very I took that stance with Vampire Diaries. Mostly, I also saw an interview with them and the chick is dumb, like just <laughs> not intelligent. Um, and it made me real sad. And then someone was like, no, she's, like, Ukrainian, and she has, like, learned English, and she, like, is really smart or something, something. And I'm like, well, then she is bad at interviews, and she acts real dumb, and she totally embraced that, like, I don't know. But maybe it was also just... Oh, smart. There was, I'm, like, a language barrier, and she just didn't know how to properly express herself, and so now I'm being an asshole. I, I um, will say that for someone who is Ukrainian playing an American character... Her American accent is amazing. Oh, Nina Dobrev? Yes. Where is she from? She was on Degrassi, I think. Oh, was she? But she, but in comparison to Oh, she's Bulgarian-Canadian. Yeah. In comparison to our lovely martial arts uh, teach you how to be a guardian teacher who's on the suspect end of (laughs) relations for Shannon, she has an amazing accent in that. She doesn't, I mean, it's not like someone who's Russian that's being told to bring it back to oh, English. Oh, Nina Yes. Okay. And, and it's slightly. She no. didn't, know. it says she's Bulgarian and Canadian, and she didn't sound like she specifically had an accent in the Comic-Con panel that I was a part of, mm. but whatever. But, but no, I wouldn't recommend it, unless you also like these kind of movies. I think you have to be, you have to super be a part of that. Um, you have to be my age, I guess, to enjoy it, because I think I'm the only one here in this group that enjoyed no, it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I just, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. It wasn't the worst movie that I've seen in this club. Even in this, no, even in this, where like, but I, it does make me want to read the books. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, what is missing? And is there something deeper? And is there something more interesting that they just didn't get to be a part of? And then that also sucks because like you wrote these books at the same time as Twilight. Why did hers get picked up? And then I always have to defend, not Twilight in general, but the idea of it is that she wrote a book, someone bought it. Someone didn't edit it. Someone didn't clean it up. Every book is edited and cleaned, and hers was not, and they just released it, and the world exploded. Where this poor chick wrote hers in 2007, like, right around the same time, why didn't hers get picked up and, like, just exploded in the same way? Did someone actually take the time to clean it and edit her books, and so then did it take longer? Um, Something to that effect. 
um, was she just like this fucking second straw like it would have been hers but it was this one instead um which is also like super disheartening as an author to just be like it's the bitch mine are actually good (laughs) um and like this bullshit blah 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 and so it'd be interesting to see if there's something more there or if it is just maybe the story's just not good and it might just be super shitty it might just be like real bad young adult reading but not all young adult reading is bad like no i know a lot of legit good and and it came out at the same time as twilight and Mm -hmm. we talked tonight about the comparisons with twilight Mm -hmm. where it's like this was trying so hard to not be twilight it was trying to be the anti-twilight and then it but it was very parallel to twilight yes in in many ways Oh, the vampire church. We didn't talk about the vampire freaking church. They had some weird vampire church. Saint Vladimir? Come oh, on. Saint Vladimir. And so they go to this late... Saint, Saint Vlad. Saint Vlad. First time I rolled my eyes so hard they hurt. Of gifted children or something. I don't... It's the... Saint. I thought it was cool. I mean, like... No, it's a, awesome. Do you have a religion? A, it's a school. I don't know why it was a religion, but whatever. I guess they have to have something. Because Saint Vlad is bad. Like, Because you cool. can't be Catholic. Yeah. Can't be Catholic. You can't be. There's Jesus. too much holy water. No, too much. Yeah. Because because they they have to have their own religion if they're like open right. vampires. And like Vladimir was one of the like had the same powers as Lissa does, mm-hmm. and so he was which and that was the thing that like Vlad had these same powers. Um, Claire Foy is the actress's name. She had the same powers, and then Lissa had the same powers. But it's how you can either choose to be like choose to embrace it and do good with it like Vlad did or you can choose to go bad like the teacher did yeah. or or you can be Claire or you can be Lissa chosen spirit yeah and you choose heart and then it's Captain Planet well what, what they said like Vlad also had his guardian and that's why he was able to stay the way oh, he was oh is that why he was able yeah, to yeah okay. and so Christian even makes like ooh creepy or something like very mm-hmm. sarcastic and they're like well I mean this yeah then they were like bite shaming them. I don't know what. God, it was just full of teenage judgery. That's a word, right? Yeah, it I think is so. now. I'll put it in my next book, and then it'll become a real word. That's how, that's how nerd happened, Doctor Seuss. Yeah. yeah. See, judgery. It's happening. Cool. Uh, this is tonight's episode of the Vampire Movie Club, brought to you by Vampire Academy. Do we have any old business? Any new business? You have your opinion. I said it. Oh, so would you recommend it? Oh. If you like this kind of stuff, yeah. even as we're going through it, like when we're watching A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, or Let Me In and Let the Right One In, or even Only Lovers Left Alive, like you have those super artsy, like art house kind of vampire movies, you have to specifically want one of those kind of vampire movies. You have to specifically want Blade or Underworld. You have to specifically want like um, the sci-fi ones, or the super classic ones, or like you have your genres. You have your genres within, like your subgenres of vampire movies. So you have to appreciate this subgenre of vampire movies. And if you do, go for it. Um, read the books, watch the movie, whatever. But you have to like this subgenre in order to have any sort of good time. Which I did. That's totally fine. <laughs> and I'm still saying, like, I should have liked it. Mm. Um, because I this is a subgenre I can get behind. Um, not every time. Don't you roll your eyes at me. I just smiled. <laughs> I felt the eye roll from over here. I felt so it. I, I felt I, the I, you know, There you go. <laughs> Yay, <judgery. laughs> I have to say, Evencio, I, it, 
if the movie makes me want to read the books. I can't, like... It can't be that bad. Right, yeah. exactly. And I, and I agree with you that. I'm not saying the movie's the greatest, but if it makes me want to read the rest of the story. But what's that meme with that chick where she has that, like, face and it looks like she's holding a plum? Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah. That face? You can't see it, but I'm doing it right now. You're doing it right now. I'm going to find that meme. I'm going to say, for all of you out there, it's amazing. (laughs) So when we do this episode, I will make sure, Shannon, pick this picture and make sure it also goes up on the... Can you Photoshop my face on it? I'm not... I'll ask Angela. Angela's really good at Photoshop. Yeah. I mean, it could be a... good, really bad. It could be, like, a bad Photoshop to crop my face. (laughs) Um, What do you call it? We'll do that. And no one will get it when they like click on their podcast. Like, why? Like, why does someone see that chick? Oh, um, so funny. This whole movie movie made me make that face like a lot. Where I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> what? It kind of it kind of makes me wish like this story got a second chance of being rewritten, like thoroughly. made properly. Yeah, like I kind of want to take the the uh, what's it called, the duty and the initiative to do the initiative it to do it, even though I'm not a writer. Even though, like, I probably will never do it. But it just makes me go, like, this could have been a really good story if yeah. you just took your time with it. Yeah. And it had pretty much the opposite effect on me. <laughs> when but, I heard they were planning a sequel and they canceled it, I thought, yay. I think I said yay. You may have said yay. Yeah. Because then when you said there was a sequel, I'm like, shit, it's not on my list. Why aren't we watching it? And then you guys aren't going to stay here that late to watch a second movie. No. Because it never got made. But it never got made. Nothing to worry about. Anyway, cool. If you have any opinions on Vampire Academy, you can tell us on Facebook or Instagram at Vampire Movie Club or on Twitter at Vamp Movie Club, or you can email us at vampiremovieclub at gmail.com. I would also like to thank the band Caravan of Thieves for the use of their song, The Funhouse Entrance, from the album The Funhouse. Go check it out right this second so that they're like, yeah, good thing we let them have the rights to our song. Don't make them regret this because I have to like re-sign a contract in a couple of years. So, you know, make this good for them too. Um, do we have anything else? You can go and rate and review on iTunes. Apparently that's super helpful. But if you want to rate and review on like any old thing, that'd be cool too. Say nice things. I'm a delicate flower. Also tell your friends. If you have vampiric friends, tell them because mine are here. And um, they listen. But I, we'd like you guys to listen too. Uh, cool. Any more begging that I need to do? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think I think you did the I, right. Did, yeah. did I do the right amount of bug- begging? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, I, I feel pretty begging. It's I, not quite I, like desperate, but uh, like it's it's a little desperate. Yeah, a little, a little hint of desperation. Yeah. What, whatever begging you have not completed, Oscar will do. Oscar will do. Oh, and there was a cat named Oscar, and then he like Got looked it. weird when they said. Every it. time they said the cat's name, your dog was like, "What?" It was real cute. I don't know where my dog went. And the cat was killed. Oh, yeah, but but then the cat was brought back to life. No. Didn't no. she bring it back to she life? Tried. That's why she got all the scratches. No, she tried, but she passed out. Uh, she was trying so hard because... Um, oh, that's sad. She can save somebody from death who's on the brink of death. Oh, but the, the cat, cat was, was just dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when she brought the crow back, it was still twitching. Oh, I paid a lot more attention than I thought I did. <laughs> I started, like, trying to figure out who all these people were because they looked familiar but didn't look familiar. I only recognized two of them. None of that, like, yeah, anyway. Cool. Uh, thanks, everybody, and don't suck. Uh. <laughs> it's a beautiful world if you look at a glance. It's a dream if you stare at a screen. 
days she died.